I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. And uh, I had a great weekend. I hope you did. And it was really capped off yesterday uh, by an invitation from Jenny Taylor to uh, head up to North Ogden. Uh, they don't. Uh, they can't contain Veterans Day into just one day in North Ogden. Uh, that's just simply not enough. And Too short. <laughs> for uh, for our veterans, they they deserve way more than just twenty four hours. And so we've actually got Jenny in studio, socially distanced. Uh, but what an amazing, what an amazing night last night there in the amphitheater, and uh, just kind of give us a little backstory on this great uh, North Ogden event. Well, Boyd, you really just hit out of the park last night with your remarks. It was wonderful to be gathered with some uh, city members, some residents, some veterans, a lot of families, and everyone was very socially distanced outside in this beautiful amphitheater. And we were able to kick off what we call Veterans Week, which really is actually 10 or 11 days, so it's not even just a week. (laughs) Like, we love our service members and their families so much. We don't want to celebrate for a day or even a couple days, but we have this giant flag that we put up in a beautiful canyon in our community. We call the flag the major, and it just flies 75 by 150 feet. It's huge. You can't imagine how big it is until you're prepping it for flight in the local high school gymnasium, and it goes like bleacher to bleacher when you spread it out. It's just huge. Yeah. So we gathered, and, you know, we had the local choirs sing. We had Miss North Ogden sing the anthem. We had the honor guard from the sheriff's department come and present the colors. It was just everything American. And then you capped it all off with amazing remarks, what I call the shoulder sermon, and <laughs> and a reminder of the Wednesdays in America. So uh, well, it was, just loved every minute. It was a uh, privilege to be there. And uh, I shared with the listeners with Tim and Amanda earlier this morning that, you know, I was standing there on this stage and you've got this high school choir behind and you've got this amphitheater with just patriotic Americans from North Ogden and flags around it. And then you've got that massive flag hanging across the canyon. Uh, and my remark was, if there is ever any doubt, if anybody anywhere in the world has any doubt about the future of America, and I threw out a triple dog dare, which it was a I, I rarely, dare. I rarely do throw down the triple dog dare. I took note in my phone of that triple dog dare. I saved the quote, the triple dog dare from Boyd Matheson. And I triple dog dare anyone who doubts the future of America to come to North Ogden uh, just yeah. for a, a little bit there. But it's a it's an extraordinary event. Uh, and it was uh, I walked away uh, far more blessed, I think, than uh, anyone else up there. But it it renewed my spirit and uh, my hope coming into what's been a pretty rocky convent, uh, election season. Yeah, I think that's a great word for it to to renew our hope, renew our gratitude yeah. for the service members, old and young, who have served and continue to serve. 
I don't think there was a single person that left there not feeling a surge of patriotism. We're not talking politics. Leave your politics at the door. We're talking patriotism and, above all, gratitude for our service members. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and there's so much more to come. I know we've we've got the uh, Brent Taylor Memorial Blood Drive uh, coming up as part of this service as well. We've got a blood drive on Veterans Day, so you've got no excuse. You can't remember. You can't forget when it is. It's Wednesday, (laughs) November 11th. It's up in the North Ogden area at uh, Latter Day Saint Chapel near our home, right in front of Weber High School. If you've familiar at all with the area but 2 to 8 p.m. we partnered with the American Red Cross and that started the year he died someone else in our community coordinated with the Red Cross to hold a blood drive in his honor shortly after he died and I actually saw a flyer for it while I was out in the community I thought hey I know that guy in that picture I'm going to that blood drive and so my mom and I went some friends of ours went and we started talking with the Red Cross director saying you know what let's make this an annual thing so many of our service members that do shed their blood to preserve our freedom, we can give a little of our blood to preserve life for someone else. Yeah. So that's great. Coming up on the 11th itself and celebrate from here till then. Oh, it, it is so good. And there's so many things. I, I loved uh, being up there yesterday and watching that tribute. Uh, the the just If you haven't seen the Gold Star Family Memorial up there, that is uh, just stirring. And, and we'll triple dog dare you to drive to North Ogden <laughs> for that. That is in front of City Hall at 500 East and 2600 North, right by the library and the police department. It's a beautiful tribute, a, a giant black piece of granite that has a cut-out silhouette of a missing saluting service member. Yeah. And the idea is there's there's a hole where that service member used to be, which for anyone who's lost a service member, that's exactly how your heart feels. And yet the granite is strong and rich and powerful and beautiful around it. And I feel like that just embodies the Gold Star family so well. Yeah, well, and you are the epitome of the Gold Star family. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. i got a lot of people keeping me on my feet, Boyd. <laughs> well, that's good. And we, all, and we all need that. And we all need to remember uh, our veterans uh, in terms of that. Uh, it just One of the things that just impressed me last night was there are so many of our veterans uh, who just need someone to link arms with them, go shoulder to shoulder. We have too many that are living on the street, too many that are dealing with addiction or depression or mental health issues. Uh, there's just so many things that each of us can do. This is something, All this is a we the people issue. Uh, we, we have to get engaged in that. Yep, I say that all the time. You know, less than 1% of America right now wears the uniform of any branch of the armed services, which you can say is a, a small percentage and you can focus on the one. I like to focus on the 90 and 9. Yeah. That means there's 90 and 9 of you and me for every one of them. They should never feel alone, underappreciated, undervalued, that their work doesn't matter because one of them is carrying the other 99 of us. That's right. So, so talk to them, thank them, tell their stories. Veterans are often very hesitant to tell their stories, and I respect that and can see why. But they have a lot to teach us. I, I tell soldiers that are friends of my husband's all the time, if you don't tell my kids what boot camp was like, they will never know. If you don't tell my kids what war is like, they will never know. If you don't tell my kids what this price of freedom is like, they will never know. So I'm not looking for you to boast or brag. I'm not looking for you to paint a horrible picture of, horrible picture of blood and carnage. But if you don't talk, I'll never know. That's so right. it's a conversation, two ways, oh. for us to listen, them to share, and then we... 
we come closer together as a community. Yeah, so important. We we always say that uh, that which we ignore or forget, our children may not know, and what our children don't know, our grandchildren will not possess. And those those stories. I love that. Uh, of course, you you're always tag team partnering with uh, our good friends that follow the flag and follow the flag North Ogden. They're telling a lot of those stories. They are. You know, follow the flag North Ogden has some amazing volunteers putting countless hours into telling these veteran stories. Love if you that. find them on social media, follow the flag North Ogden. They have a video a day of a veteran, a service member. Some are from very recent. We interviewed a couple of people who have been deployed as recently as last month. Oh, wow. And we have people who served in in Vietnam and before. And just wonderful to hear their story, see some of the photos of the time of their service. Sometimes you get a little family perspective for what it was like. But, yeah, find them on on Facebook and Instagram, the social media channels that follow the flag and follow the flag North Ogden. And you'll leave inspired. You'll leave feeling compelled to be a better American and, like you say, to do something that can make a difference and, and help these veterans and their families. Oh, I love that. And uh, especially as we're coming through this uh, contentious season, uh, it's so important, one, to remember that uh, our, it is our veterans uh, who have paid that price so that we can vote. I know uh, Brent was uh, very compelled about this yeah. idea of voting. Real quickly, just give us a little backstory. You know, so the last public social media post my husband made from the Middle East was about the elections in Afghanistan. He was there for their first parliamentary elections in eight years. For eight years, there had been so much civil unrest, they couldn't even hold an election. And he had made a post about this wonderful opportunity, how beautiful it was to see men and women lining up at the polls in Afghanistan. And then he challenged us back in America to say, hey, come on, come on, go vote. You can do this. <laughs> and and then, you know, the great irony of it was he was killed early November and it was on Election Day in 2018 when the Army brought his body back to Dover Air Base and we received him back onto American soil. And his words echoing that I hope we all vote, but even above that we all vote, that we remember that as Republicans and Democrats, we have more as Americans that unite us than divides us. Yeah. And those are kind of like his famous last words ringing in in my head and the heads of so many others as he symbolically returned to the United States on Election Day. I know he's he's sad to miss out on this election cycle because, man, it's been a doozy. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've listened to your show or seen a headline and just wanted to call him or text yeah. him and say, Hey, honey, did you hear this? Did you see this? Can you believe this? I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's it's, watching. It's been one for the books for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jenny Taylor, uh, Mrs. Make It Happen North Ogden, uh, <laughs> Gold Star family extraordinaire, and uh, we appreciate your service, your sacrifice, and a reminder to all of us uh, that Wednesday morning will come and America's days are best ahead. Thanks yep. for joining us. Thank you, Boyd. All right. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, uh, we'll get a quick update on what's happening across the country. Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. We'll be back. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.